Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There really isn't a plan that Justin Trudeau has, and I remember Brad Wall telling us, the former Premier of Saskatchewan, that after Mr. Trudeau announced the carbon tax, the very next day, then-Premier Wall called the Prime Minister and said, have you done an economic impact study of your carbon tax? No, we haven't but we're going ahead anyway. So how does that make any sense at all? And then the prime minister talks about we're going to tax people, tax provinces. We'd like you to have your own methodology of creating a carbon tax and collecting it, forking it over to us, and then we'll return it. And as Brad Wall asked the prime minister in that first minister's conference where it came close to losing... British Columbia, and then Christy Clark had conversations, I guess, and and felt that for British Columbia's sake, it was best to sign on to the carbon tax. And um, the prime minister's plan of that day for the carbon tax. So Brad Wall asked in that very conference, so you're going to collect a tax, and then you're going to return it to us. So what's the point? And, of course, the prime minister had no reply. Well, he had no reply, but it made no sense. And as far as returning the the money is concerned, there's no plan for that. Who's it going to be returned to? Under what kind of formula? I have yet to see any plan that really specifies that. And so now you have province after province turning away from the carbon tax. And I think what you're seeing as well is province after province, provincial government after provincial government, essentially saying, we can't work with this guy. He doesn't make any sense. He's an empty suit. Which is what uh, lawyer Ari Goldkind said earlier today when he was talking about Trudeau and what he had to say about Terry Lynn McClintock, the murderer of Tory Stafford. He's an empty suit. If he's not scripted, he gets lost. So now Ontario elects Doug Ford, and they're out. Ontario's out. As far as the carbon tax is concerned, it's gone. What Ontario had under Kathleen Wynne, the Liberal Premier, was a a tri-party agreement. It was Ontario and Philip Couillard, Liberal Premier of Quebec, also gone, and the state of California, with Nutty Jerry Brown. So they were going to have this three-party cap-and-trade deal. And I understand a lot of money's gone into that. Businesses have already put money into it. And you play the game, you take your chances, right? The people decided they don't want Kathleen Wynne anymore. They wanted Doug Ford. And Doug Ford made it very clear there was going to be no playing games with a carbon tax. So Ontario's out. Geographically, east to west... Then came the province of Manitoba, and until last week, Brian Pallister, the premier of the province, was still on side with collecting a carbon tax, and he developed a formula and a plan, and then Premier Pallister told us yesterday on the program that he was not happy with the response by Mr. Trudeau, and Mr. Trudeau and the federal government showed a lack of respect for the provinces, so Manitoba is out. They dropped their plan for collecting the carbon tax, not their plan for 
protecting the environment, just they're not going to collect the tax. Geographically, moving forward to Saskatchewan, well, that's where it began. That's where the opposition began. And you heard Premier Mo yesterday telling us the court case continues. Saskatchewan is committed to not collect the carbon tax for the reasons outlined. And then there was the the rally. Do you understand what's going on, Mr. Trudeau? There was the rally with Jason Kenney and Doug Ford, the Premier of Ontario, a couple of nights ago in Calgary, where Mr. Kenney, and he's been saying this all along, that if he's elected the Premier of Alberta, there'll be no carbon tax collection. There'll be no carbon tax. And now what the, what the Liberals are doing is they're saying, oh, those Conservatives... Those, 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 those premiers are siding with the conservatives, and it's probably all Stephen Harper's fault. Or Sir John A. Macdonald's fault. I, 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 somebody's fault. It's not their fault. It's somebody else's fault. So I want you to listen, if you will, please, to a couple of the things that we've played for you, or that you actually, uh, we, we, the interviews we did, and we've got some clips from them. Here are a couple of clips from our conversation with, and we put this together on the fly over the last couple of two, three minutes, Clips from our conversation with Manitoba Premier Brian Pallister about why Manitoba decided that it was going to do away with collecting a carbon tax for the federal government. Small business community just said, look, if you can flatten it, make it like the prairie horizon, it's going to be way better for us. And, you know, we proposed that and, of course, haven't enacted it because we just feel now that the threat of Trudeau coming in and doubling it up and raising it, as you know, the model demands is just... Too much of a risk for us as our economy is recovering from years of NDP mismanagement. So there's one statement from the Premier of Manitoba. Here's another. The day we came out with our plan, which the Prime Minister and his Environment Minister, Ms. McKenna, have acknowledged is the best green plan any province has put forward. Okay? They came out that afternoon and said, not good enough for us. So there, listen to that. Can you get that ready again? Let's play that again. Let's play that clip from Brian Pallister again. And listen to what the Premier of Manitoba told us. Go ahead. The day we came out with our plan, which the Prime Minister and his Environment Minister, Ms. McKenna, have acknowledged is the best green plan any province has put forward. Okay? They came out that afternoon and said, not good enough for us. So, in the morning, the Prime Minister and the Environment Minister, Catherine McKenna, say the plan Manitoba has is the best that they've seen put forward by a province, and then in the afternoon, they say it's not good enough. Nothing like consistency coming from the PMO. Here's another statement from Premier Pallister to us yesterday. Since then, they've been, uh, you know, making a big deal out of Manitoba being on side with them at every opportunity, but we have been behind the scenes regularly discussing how they uh, need to respect Manitoba's green record. We, we are, of course, the largest investors in hydroelectricity per capita in the country, triple what Quebec does, triple what BC does, and there's no credit whatsoever for Manitobans in that uh, federal plan on that. So no respect for the province of Manitoba and essentially no respect for the provincial governments. It wouldn't have anything to do with the fact that the provincial governments in question are conservative in nature, and not liberal governments. Again, Wynn and Cuillard are toast. And who toasted them? The voters. We also spoke, and uh, we are really grateful for his time. I really mean that. Uh, the Premier of Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, has been terrific to us. And uh, when I've asked him on the air, and I don't like doing that, it sounds like an ambush. When I've asked him on the air, can you stay longer? He's always said yes. He's always been very willing to talk to us. I spoke with the Premier yesterday, 
And in part, here's what he said. The question actually isn't so much for the provinces and the, and the strong provincial leaders that we have across the nation. The, the question is for the prime ministers. Are you going to, and how are you going to explain this tax uh, that you're going to have to impose on most of the nation of Canada? So, yeah, the prime minister says if the provinces do not impose the carbon tax, then he's going to do it unilaterally uh, with the federal government. But that's a dangerous game to play because the dominoes for the Liberals are falling not in the direction they want. Liberal governments are being replaced by conservative governments because people have had enough. I know it's going to be all those right-wing uh, populists or whatever, they, whatever they're going to call us. It doesn't matter because it's just labels. You don't have to listen to them. You don't have to feel personally aggrieved. It's just political gamesmanship. They don't want to lose their cushy jobs, nice offices, and expense accounts. And in some cases, a personal photographer to chase you around in Paris, taking pictures of how hard you're working. Who did that? Oh, yeah. Catherine McKenna. Now, I spoke also with uh, Brad Batten. He's a Australian member of parliament. And we spoke with Mr. Batten about why Australia dropped its carbon tax. They had one for two years and they dropped it. Here's a little bit of what Brad Batten said to us. Uh, we had a, uh, some reviews on that carbon tax. At the time, Tony Abbott was our leader federally um, and obviously won the election uh, on the axe to tax was his, uh, his slogan during that time. The carbon tax, when it was brought in, uh, and very similar to the position you're in now with um, Justin Trudeau, there was no case studies, there was no groundwork done, there was no understanding how it was going to affect business, how it was going to affect families, particularly with costs and increased electricity. And then the result of that was businesses started to um, get concerned about what was going to happen with their future and how much it was going to um, cost them in the long run. The uh, centre-left parties or the left-wing parties were trying to sell it that the cost of this was just, an, you know, the big businesses were going to pay and the big businesses were going to have to um, work out ways to either save on carbon or pay out of their own pockets, a bit of a penalty for them. The reality was uh, all of us know big businesses pass on those costs and that goes down to family homes. So that was when we got involved more and more from the uh, the Liberal Party over here now, obviously people over there have to understand the Liberal Party over here is a centre-right party, not a centre-left. So we actually started to focus on how that was going to affect families um, and the actual costs on that. And there was a range in how much it was going to cost, but the implementation of it was going to cost about $150 per year to a family. That was going to increase, increase quite quickly. On the same model over there with the scaling of the carbon tax, that was going to increase quite quick, quickly to over $1,000 per family estimated. So there's Brad Batten, Australian Member of Parliament. Again, like in Canada, there was no planning done. It was just done on, uh, what do you want to call it, philosophical whim? Uh, uh, it's not just about the environment. There's more at play. And don't call me a denier. It's okay. I don't care. Labels, you call me anything you want. I know what I am. I know what this is. And so no plan in Australia, and it started to hurt people. And did you hear electricity prices? Did you hear that? Electricity prices? Anybody who's living in the province of Ontario knows about that. With the Liberals, Kathleen Wynne's uh, green plan drove electricity prices up so high, the people were having their homes dark. Not because they didn't want to pay their electricity bill. They couldn't pay their electricity bill. Then eventually, Wynn said, oh, I made a mistake. 
So there are the clips I wanted you to hear. Now, Justin Trudeau is wandering around Canada saying that Canadians voted for a carbon tax. And I'm saying we didn't vote for a carbon tax. You didn't tell us about that it was specifically a carbon tax. However, my number is 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. We will fast forward this. We won't ask about whether we voted for a carbon tax because that will just waste time. Let's do this. Do you support a carbon tax on all Canadians? No other parameters, no gimmies, no nothing other than this fundamental question. Do you support a carbon tax on Canadians? Winnipeg and William. Hi, William. Go ahead. What's your thinking on this? No tax ever. And Roy, I would just like to say, was it not just a few years ago that we had so much green space, so many trees in this country, we were selling carbon credits? Wasn't that, a, wasn't that the case? Gee, I think maybe you're right. I can't so how remember. Do we, how do we end up having a tax if our country is so... Well, because we're saving the planet. Well, no, They're saving... The no, listen, no, 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 listen. There's an environmental approach. And then there's the BS approach. And the environmental approach is we'll all do what we can and what we should to be environmentally responsible. Just because you don't support the carbon tax doesn't mean that you're a, that you're a vagrant when it comes to, to, to properly conducting yourself as far as the environment is concerned. In other words, we're being lied to. It's disingenuous. Thank you for the call, William. He says no carbon tax. Lawrence in Mississauga, Ontario. Go ahead, Hello. Lawrence. Hi. Um, I love your show always. Uh, keep up the good work. Uh, this, is, this is what I feel. They, uh, Katz and McKenna said that, uh, you know, by paying $50 for 50 metric ton, you know, she has no clue of how much she's going to reduce the carbon levels. So this is my point. If, you're, if you don't have an outcome, why do you take an income? Well, exactly, and I appreciate your call. I hear you saying no. As Brad Wall told us, I'm going to repeat it. He called Mr. Trudeau the day after Trudeau announced the carbon tax, said, have you done an environmental or at least an economic impact study? No, we have not. Jim in Calgary. Thank you for the call, Jim. Go ahead. No to the carbon tax. And the sad part is, is that is my perspective that there's even a conversation about it because it wasn't a, a political uh, platform he put forward before the election, like Brad Wall said. But why we get to this point of talking about a carbon tax, Brad Wall again, Rex Murphy, Jordan Peterson, all those guys say, prove to us not just from a political standpoint, but from a true environmental standpoint. Like, the, the sad part is hopefully uh, we don't get to the election and people get played off one another by Trudeau saying, You're, you don't want to save the environment. You just No, oh, they'll try that. They will, try, the they, they will definitely try that. And the conservatives then have to provide a clear counter message and not fuddle and muddle around in the, in the, in the corners and the shadows. Thank you for the call. And no... Mr. Trudeau, we did not vote for a carbon tax. You show me anywhere in your 2015 campaign where you specifically, specifically commit to a carbon tax. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.